0: Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppert. Hello, glad you could be with us again today. This week, we're talking about stumbling blocks to engagement. That is, engagement in the governmental policy arena. Now with this, we've talked about how that the kingdom of God, we're to seek the kingdom of God. At that point, everything that exists is a part of the kingdom of God. The tangible world is all a part of the kingdom of God. Every person is a part of the kingdom of God. You know, I I like to use the illustration that, you know, uh, Walmart has never called me in for a, an annual review why I'm not on a payroll I I'm not I'm not a part of Walmart but you see God every person will have to stand before God and give an account why because God made us all we're all a part of his kingdom and there are either good stewards, or wicked and slothful stewards. Therefore, every person will have to give an account before God because we're part of the kingdom. He has given us all something. He's given us life. He's given us breath. He's given us health. Everything that we have is really being given to us by God, whether we are a saint or a sinner. And we will have to give an account for what we did with that. Did we use it to advance his kingdom? Or did we live in rebellion to him? Which did we do? But the bottom line is we can't, you know, well, I don't work for you. I'm not a part. No, no, no. You, you, you are part of my kingdom. Every person is a part of the kingdom of God. And when you read a lot of the parables about the different services, servants, you need to understand, every human is a servant of God. Because they, every human has to give an account for what they've done, whether good or bad, and so you have to factor that in that he's not just talking about Christians when he's talking about servants. A lot of people mistakenly read those parables and different things and just think Christians. No, every every human alive is a servant of God. Because every human has to give an account. We're responsible to God. Every person is. Now with this, we've talked about how that there is no separation of faith and state, but there is a separation of church and state. In other words, the First Amendment is the separation of church and state. But our founders never intended a separation of Faith and state. You take your faith with you wherever you go, into every arena of life. That's what the First Amendment means by Congress shall pass no law prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Now, in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, 6 and 7, the A part of 7, it has been our text for most of the week. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. And at this point, what I've been using is is that Jesus is the head of the body. The government is on his shoulder. That's in the body. We have a stewardship responsibility Regarding government, we have a stewardship responsibility. And if you would, in verse 70, he says, of the increase of his government, the the growth of his influence and what will come under his rulership will increase. Now, at that point, everything is his, but there's parts of the earth, <laughs> large parts, that are currently in rebellion. And it's part of our assignment to bring his creation into alignment with him. That's why we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. See, if you would, his righteousness is his policies. What he says is right. We seek to advance the king's domain and his policies. What he says is right. We seek to advance those. Now with this, today I want to talk about the fact that people, the stumbling block is, people say, "Ah, politics is just dirty. And I'm I'm not going to deny that. Uh, But we need to understand some things. You see, with this, we are to advance his influence, the parts that are submitted to him, that are aligned to him. We're to bring more and more of his righteousness. The things that he says is right, if you would, in a governmental sense, that's policy. We're to advance his domain and his policies. Now with this, we're, we're doing it as diplomats. We are... Ambassadors for Christ. An ambassador is a political assignment. The United States has ambassadors to virtually every nation on the planet. And what they are there for, when they are sent to a, a particular nation, they are the ambassador of the United States to Haiti, to Colombia, to Russia, to China. What they are to do as an ambassador is to advance the agenda of the government of the United States of America. We, unfortunately, as ambassadors for Christ, we don't see ourselves as having a responsibility to advance heaven's agenda. We only see what we're supposed to get people saved. Well, that is a part of heaven's agenda. And, and, and in all honesty, it's, it's the most important part. But it's not the only part. And see... Far too often, the church has taken, well, I'm going to take care of this part, and if I do that, I'm good. You know, they'll just drop everything else. No, no. Uh, that, that would be like saying the, the most important thing for a family is to have food on the table. And then all you do is put ingredients on the table and you don't actually fix it. Well, it was there. No, you didn't really you didn't really give them what they needed. You didn't put it together. And see, the thing of it is, is we have so compartmentalized our faith that we're leaving the world out to dry. We're leaving them hungry. We're leaving them starving because we are not advocating for what the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God wants in all subjects. See, an ambassador, he, he, what he primarily does is he seeks to create a good relationship between the nation that he's assigned to and his home nation. But then, any areas that that nation he's assigned to, wherever it differs from his home nation, he works to bring that nation into alignment with his home nation, whatever areas are off, celebrate where they're the same, but begin to diplomatically work to bring it more in line where it's out of line. And largely, we are not as Christians really fulfilling our role as ambassadors because. We only want to work on one area that's out of alignment. Well, their heart's out of alignment, I want to get them saved. I got them saved, I'm done. Not doing anything else. Well, heaven has some other views. (laughs) Your home country has some other views. See, we are dual citizens. We're citizens of heaven and we're citizens, in, in this particular case, we're citizens of the United States of America. But our primary citizenship is heaven. I am an ambassador for heaven. So at that point, wherever I find something out of line, I should diplomatically, not by force, not by coercion, but I should diplomatically and peacefully seek to bring that country more into alignment with my home country with heaven, with the kingdom of God. But we, we've stayed away from that, and largely because we don't understand our assignment as ambassadors. And people say, yeah, but politics is dirty. But you don't have to be. Let me say that again. There are people involved in government. There are people involved in policy that are dirty. They do things wrong. They have the wrong motives. They have the wrong agenda. They have the wrong methods. They do a lot of things wrong. But a phrase that we use in a lot of other areas, we need to start applying to this area. We're in the world, but not of the world. We need to be in policy discussions but we don't need to act like we don't need to engage in the dirty politics in the politics not of the politics you see at that point you don't switch from being light to darkness you don't switch from being salt to losing your savor you don't change those things you don't go from your alignment with Christ. As Paul was talking to the Corinthians. What, con- what agreement has the temple of God with idols? Light with darkness. You know, No, you stay who you're supposed to be. You live in submission to God. You stay in alignment with heaven, but be engaged in the situations. Be engaged in... In, that, in, in the political realm. But that's one reason I like to call it government and policy, is because God is the head of all government. God's the head of all government. We need to be helping him govern. God <laughs> has policies, and those policies should be implemented in government. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. How does he say it should be? We seek to advance that. But we do it in a peaceful way. We do it not by coercion. See, a whole lot of politics is bullying. And it is dirty. It's underhanded. A lot of it is. But that's where, again, we have to be in the world, not of it. Jesus actually there in John 17 said, Father, I don't pray that you take them out. Now the church has been praying to get out. But Jesus didn't pray for us to get out. He just said, keep them from the evil. See, we need to get engaged and pray to stay out of the evil in the process. Because Jesus said, I'm not praying that you take them out. We, because if you don't put the salt in, it doesn't preserve. If you don't turn the light on, darkness prevails. The stumbling blocks that we've allowed to keep us from being engaged are what is ruining our nation. God bless you. See you tomorrow.